Shine, sweet freedom. Shine your light on me. This is Jackie. Everyone is in this movie, but I just want to get out of it. I'm Justin. I also like my marlin like I like my women. Upside down and full of schlitz. This is Sam, and this is Running Scared on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Welcome to Sneaker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin, with me, your Roby. Uh, 1985's Running six. six. Are you sure? I thought it was 1985. I thought it was. I said that out loud. It's okay. six. All right. 1986's Running Scared, starring Billy Crystal, Gregory Hines, Jimmy Smits, Joe Pantaleone, Joey Pants, uh, Dan Hedia, and Uncle Rico, whose name we can never remember. John Grease. John Grease. Uh, Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, he's um, that guy from SVU. Stan, what? SVU? Yeah, the villain. He, he That's current- Jimmy Smith. That's Jimmy Smith. Oh. I already said him. Yeah, he's in some kind of crime show now as Was, a good coppa. He's always back because he was a big deal in L.A. Law, I think. Right. Yeah, something Law. like that. He was in L.A. Law. Yeah. He was Bail Organa from uh, the Star Wars franchise, Fuck, of course. I want to forget about that. Uh, he's also um, uh, Amy's dad from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I actually like him in that because he plays a total butthole, like a, a macho jerk. Yeah. Like, You're not good enough for my daughter, Jake. It works pretty good. Jimmy Schmitz should never play like anybody who has any sort of credence you you he can't play people that you want you're supposed to like well I, he's a drug dealer in this so we're not supposed to like him but at, at the end of the day like he seems like he's he's competent to a degree i mean he's got plans and he seems like he can kind of he's in charge of his own criminal empire and he's doing a pretty good job is he for the most part yeah until like for the last five seconds of the movie uh but it doesn't work for me like he has to play somebody who's kind of like, dude, you suck. You just suck. You suck at everything. You suck. Like right? Bail Organa. Like Bail Organa. Dude, good job on your planetary defense, Bail. <laughs> and also like everything with the Senate. Right. <laughs> like he just wasn't a very good galactic senator. No. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think he, and he's a one termer. If you're like trying to hide Queen Amidala's daughter, don't let her go by Princess Leia. Right. <laughs> Like, Bail Organa is a dumbass. <laughs> I'm going to put my kids with this guy. Great call, Obi-Wan. Yeah. Obi-Wan didn't really give a shit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they did send Luke off to the uh, yeah. planet with three sons. Right. Two sons. But yeah. It, Some he has dust to be a, bowl shithole. A moisture farmer in the desert. That makes a whole lot of sense. Why are we talking about Star Wars? Oh, yeah, because this movie blows. Blows. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, people. Running scared sucks. And it sucks on a whole different level because it's it's like 
got all the iconic 80s staples in it. There's montages, uh, driving around the town, being hammy, and bad music. With and keyboards, synth keyboards synth and saxophones. keyboards and saxophones. All the saxophones. And it, it never, at any point, do you feel like, yeah, this movie's really stupid, but wow, it's got all the '80s elements in it, so it's kind of nostalgic. Like, like Short Circuit was like it kind of felt nostalgic. Like, man, there's some things about the '80s that were super dumb. This movie doesn't have any of that. Like, there's never any feel to it. Well, you don't relate to anybody in the movie either. No, you, at, there, at no time do you connect to anybody. At no, least, no, no, no. At least with Short Circuit, you were like. All right, the robot's pretty enduring. <laughs> enduring. <laughs> he did have endurance because he's a yeah, robot. Yeah, because he's a robot. Get it? Um, <laughs> I think you meant endearing, but okay. No, I meant enduring. <laughs> all right, all right. Short circuit three, terms of endearment two. <laughs> terms of endurement. Endurement. In terms of endurement, he actually falls in love with a door. Or a volcano. It's dormant. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anything to not talk about running scared. Well, I want to. I I know we want to just jump into lambasting Billy Hines or Billy Hines and uh, Gregory Crystal. Sure. Um, Let's get there a little bit. Like, I really want to talk about beyond them sucking and all the characters sucking and everybody sucking. Why people come to this movie? Because, again, like films like Short Circuit, you've got this level of nostalgia. But this movie is beloved by many people on the internet. The whole buddy cop genre Mm -hmm. stinks. You're a big fan of the buddy cop genre, Sam. In fact, you bring more buddy cop movies. In fact, I don't think Jackie and I have ever brought. No, I bring the buddy cop. You bring the buddy cop. No, it's not fandom. It's I'm exposing it. (laughs) I'm exposing (laughs) it it for the shit that it is. Because everyone, like even late '90s, early 2000s, is like, Mm -hmm. man. There's just not enough buddy cop movies anymore. <laughs> it's like, there's not enough buddy cop movies because the best one's Lethal Weapon and it blows ass. <laughs> Lethal Weapon 2 is pretty good. I like the canine one, Turner and Hooch. Uh, that's well, not have a the buddy, buddy cop. cop that is a, is a buddy cop. That is, dog is an officer of the law. dog movie, though. It's not a yeah. buddy cop movie. Is it? If yeah. the buddy cop is a dog it might be okay unless Chuck Norris is in it. Right. No, I think that's still a dog movie. The the value of the movie is a man falls in love with a dog, which is very much every other dog movie ever. A buddy cop movie doesn't have them falling in love with each other, except for this one, but they were already in love with each other. Yeah. they These guys are both up each other's ass from the start. Well, I think you have to be as a police officer. What? Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta love your partner. No, I mean like like love. <laughs> they're like soulmates. Very white love. Like it's nothing wrong with it. They they belong. They deserve each other forever. Uh, I think yeah. that they're going to hurt a lot of people's feelings along the way before they realize. Oh my god, we are totally up each other's ass right now. It was always you. It was always you, and it was always me. And I love myself. And that's why I love you is mm-hmm. because you're also just a mirror of myself. We're the two most annoying fucking people. We just can't avoid it. All right, let's go. Yeah. Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines. Get it all out. You people who oh. can't wait to talk about this. Billy Crystal. What? I was going to wait until we got to that part of the movie. <laughs> sure. And I'm kind of interested to hear what Sam's got for his 
research. Yeah, we'll get there. Sure. Man, you guys, you guys are just not letting me guide this thing at all. I, I you want to get to Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines and, and insulting them to start. I say, hold on, let's not go there quite yet. Then I give you an opportunity. You're like, no, I want to hear from Sam. Yeah. <laughs> There's it's sort That's of like, just like this movie. Right? <laughs> like you it, want it to go somewhere, but it's not going to. It's going to run off into the bushes, and you're going to be screaming as it runs off. Touche. The problem was, is you're like, fire a bullet, and I was like. There's like 10 jammed in the barrel right now, uh, which let me pull one out and pick it. Yeah. Uh, I'll throw it at you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sam, tell us about running scared if you have to. The budget is undisclosed. Okay. However, it returned $38 million and supposedly according to numbers and uh, Mojo it is able to claim 16 million in home theater in home market. Okay. Something um, like that. I'm fine. I'm fine with all the, sure. that, but I mean, I mean, it's probably not, it didn't cost a lot. Right. I mean, I'm, Billy Crystal's probably the, the most biggest cast, uh, in this, I'm guessing he's early on. I was, that's the kind of thing. This is, isn't this after wanna, when Harry met Sally? No. Oh, that's like 91. Oh, what? No yeah. Way. That's what I was like. I, on the really because everybody knows about Billy Crystal. There's not really a lot to. I mean, we talk about Billy Crystal for 20 minutes or not at all. But I was kind of looking at this to see where it was in his career. Uh-huh. This in terms of films, right? Not like TV comedy. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is early on. This didn't burst his bubble. This helped build it. Unfortunately. Okay. You would think this would be a bit of a career render, mm. but it's early on in his career. Uh, this is even before. Um, uh, Princess Bride and all of it. Yeah, right? no, this is basically his a uh, his blockbuster his debut. First, this is his first lead. Yeah, pretty much. Huh? How about that? When was City Slickers? Oh, that's, well after that's this. Well, that's like well ninety mid nineties, ninety two uh, at least. Actually, uh, uh, when Harry Met Sally was eighty nine, City Slickers was ninety one. Okay, so. there we go. Yeah. So yeah, he's not. Uh, but still, probably the biggest draw because of the SNL and all that. I mean, what, you're going to pay Jimmy Smith because of his prolific career at this I, point? LA Law hasn't happened yet, no, has it? No, 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 no. Billy Crystal's still the number one, but they, I mean, he couldn't have cost that much. And there's no big set pieces here. The, there's the train thing. Um, the speeding up footage isn't a set piece. I guess they had right. to shut down the L for a day. I, I'm, I'm saying like five or six million. Maybe. I think that the most expensive set piece was probably the uh, d- garbage truck taxi thing. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's a, yeah, that's got to be the most of the budget. But yeah. the other thing is you're looking at uh, in terms of production costs. Peter Hyams uh, produced, mm-hmm. shot, and directed it, so okay. uh, saved some money on the camera guy, I right. guess, which is a pretty big right. expense in these yeah, films. It is. Uh, Let's talk about one Gregory Hines. Uh, would you care to know when Gregory Hines started tap dancing? Uh, when he, if I know anything about tap dancing, which is pretty much nothing, um, the 30s? The 30s? Yeah, you know, that's when tapping was big. Well, he was born think, in 1951. I think he probably started when he was about two and a half. Yeah. What the fuck? Pretty young. Why? How is that possible? He started when he was two. You can barely walk when you're two. You can't fucking tap dance. I have a child. They don't tap dance at two. His ass did. At two. At five, he was fucking semi-pro tap dancer. That's insane. Semi-pro. He's on the road at 12. What do you do when you're a semi-pro tap dancer? I mean, it's a one thing that there's a level of pro tap dancer but then there's also a a bridge between amateur and full pro well i think one of the things where you're you have to be semi-pro 
uh, before you go to kindergarten is because you have to either enter the tap dancing draft or choose kindergarten, <laughs> right? What the fuck? Dang. You're five. Man, have you been checking out this uh, this graduating class from the semi-pros this year? Yeah. The, the 1972 semi-pro tappers? Wow. <laughs> what an elite class. Ni- 1973 is going to be hot in tap dancing. Let me tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hot. No, wait. That, yeah, that's why you're semi-pro because you're only four. Right? <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I do it on the side when I'm not shitting my pants. Yeah. It was- <laughs> Why isn't he doing it all the time? Because he has to have naps or he gets fussy. <laughs> That's, okay. Yeah. This seems like a terrible idea. What? Being a baby tapper or just... <laughs> or, or just tap dancing in general? Being a baby tapper. It One, it sounds weird like you're shoving in a beer like, tap thing on the top of their head. <laughs> I'm going to pour myself some baby off the what? tap. Um, no. It just, I mean, who does that to their kid? Oh, and what happens if they have an accident on the stage? Joe I've got three fucking, Jackson. the entire Jackson family and Joan jo- Benet Ramsey, Jackie. It happens a lot. Wow, that just is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, well, you got to start them early, right? So that they can have a fucked up life. <laughs> <laughs> or so they can be on the road at 12. <laughs> right. 12 years old with his or brother. tapping. Well, yeah. you know, I could see if you were an early tap dancer as a woman, maybe you could have a, a vaudeville show, mm-hmm. you know, and a little burlesque dance with your tappings. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. I mean, because your old? boobs would be flopping all over the place. Well, when you're obviously 18 or older. Okay. Um, You know, because so you, you start you start young. You have this, uh, you know, pro ch- pro tap career. This is my dream now. Um, I'm going to start tapping tomorrow. Uh, you know, so I have this this pro career. I've got all these trophies and everything. I'm respectable. I've been in Tapper Magazine. Um, and then I'm going to have a vaudeville show where I'm like up there. I've got something in my bra straps for you. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, then I'm going to take off my bra and I'm going to knock myself out you in the go, first show. You do a roller skating movie where people are making out on a dumpster. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you guys this. We all, I think we all can say that tap dancing sucks. I, I think we all agree on that. Just Oh, I don't think so. You, no, you like pretty, tap dancing? I mean... It's incredible what those people can do oh, and how sure fast can. they can get their legs and shit going. That's it, but it, Okay, let me put it this way. In every great dancing movie, be it starring Gene Kelly or Fred Astaire or uh, Danny Kaye, uh, what's the shittiest dance sequence in every single one? It's the tap dancing sequence. Is it? That's when they do the worst dance. They're, these guys and Ginger Rogers uh, are, are doing these very graceful things and they work together and their timing is impe- impeccable. And then they do this thing where they make clicky sounds with their feet. And you guys are looking at me and being like, yeah, it's kind of cool. It sucks. Really? Like, I think the whole dancing thing sucks, but yeah, right. it's talent. I mean, it's hard to do. I can't do it. But when I'm watching it, I'm like. But why? Are they dancing or tap dancing? Any of it. Well, I get the dancing thing, you know. I like both, so it's I'm not, I'm going to disagree with not, you. Uh, man, I think tap dancing sucks. I think it's cool. I think it sucks. It's the worst part every time I'm like, oh, God, I just want to skip the tap dancing part. You know what I don't like is river dance. Well, n- no. Because you have to sit there. You know, they don't do anything. It's but, tap dancing without tap dancing. Right. Yeah. They just move their legs, and it's like, I'm going to keep my body as stiff as a board. And not lock up my knees so I don't fall over. 
Well, I that, don't like it. Okay, well, that's completely irrelevant to what we're discussing, but um, thanks. Uh, no, it's not, because you guys both talked about ballroom dancing and moving gracefully. Gregory Hines is a tap dancer. He made it. His parents were like, you know, we, we could put him in, in medical school or we could put him in the shittiest thing as a child. Period. That's your career, kid. You're a fucking tap dancer. It's not really up to you. Sometimes you turn four, the tap dancing draft happens, <laughs> and you either go pro or you don't, right? We've, we've got the phone call. Yeah. It's Chicago. Mm-hmm. The Bulls? No. The Chicago tap dancing bastards. <laughs> the tap dancing bastards. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, it's not a thing, and I'm glad we aren't putting it in movies anymore. Um, what else you got, Sam? That's not true. We just put it in La La Land. There's no yeah, tap they didn't dancing. do a very good job with. There the was tap no tap dancing, dancing in that. I thought they did it. Yes, short they did. Tap what, sequence, yeah. what sequence? Uh, uh, when she's got the yellow dress on and they're up on the top of the mountain and they're tapping around in uh, with the moon in the background. Oh, they did do yeah, tap did dancing in La La so Land. So eat shit. And it was probably the worst dance sequence in the whole fucking thing. Okay, Sam. What else you got? Well, we will of course remember Peter Hyams from directing, you know, multiple films. Mm-hmm. Like, so many that it's not worth listing. Probably the top of it's Capricorn 1, and I would say the bottom of it mm. would be this one. Yeah, mm. yeah, and Capricorn 1's... It's probably his best. I it's mean, he does, like... best, and it's, like, maybe a five. Two movies that I have never even heard of. You did Time Cop and Relic. Uh, okay, I've seen those. Yeah. You know who he teamed up with uh, for both of those? Again. Three movies they worked together, at least. One Gary DeVore! Oh, yeah. The writer of this movie, who we realized was killed yes. by Oliver North, probably. If you go back and listen to whatever episode we talked about Gary DeVore. Three I different episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it took a while to get through that story. Yeah. Our government killed the screenwriter to this movie, so that's cool. Um, See, what did he know about? What did He, he knew too much. The Manuel Noriega oh, yeah. selling uh, 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 exposed uh, sex tapes, you know, Donald Trump peeing on ladies that were underage behind the 2013 Miss Universe pageant, uh, and uh, blackmail. Government blackmail. Yeah. Yeah, he knew all about it. And what a, you know. And he's dead? Yeah. You don't remember this at all. No. Nope. Talked about it for three fucking episodes. Maybe I was sick that day. I don't think those three days. Yeah, sure. Um. Anyway, Sam, that's pretty much about it. The divorce thing is sort of the most interesting connection we have with our other films. Right. There's some other things I can talk about. I can kind of wait for them to happen. No, let's just skip. Well, there's not really like. Let's go watch. What's the story behind this? Uh, Hollywood said we want another buddy cop movie, and they shit this fucking piece of crap out. That's yeah. kind of what happened here. Uh, wh- this wasn't even a firm shit. No, was- this is this is kind of like a scattered, corny, half wet turd. <laughs> That's right. Whatever sticks to the toilet bowl, we'll use. <laughs> Nothing stuck. <laughs> it all went right down. They're like, "Oh, it's a corn race. Go corn on the left." <laughs> Gross. But yeah, people like this movie. This is a 49 Metacritic score, which seems like, oh, well, that doesn't mean people like this. But 49 is pretty high. Yeah. So Ebert said, you know, this is a do. Right. He's like. Roger Ebert. He, not I, Bill Ebert. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't just like, watch this. It's like, oh, this gets, this this really transcends the dreary genre of buddy. Like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it's the fucking 
it's the low bar to this genre. I've got a quote from one Roger Ebert sure. right here. I liked the smaller scale scenes the best. The ones where Heinz and Crystals were doing their stuff. <laughs> that yeah, narrows that was, it down. <laughs> doing their stuff. <laughs> their stuff sucks. Oh, Roger, no. I, I mean, it, it, it's it, we should go back and like somebody should do a study on Roger Ebert and films that were shot in Chicago and see what his percentage is there of giving a thumbs up for Chicago-based films. Because he's on the board of the Chicago like, film. Hey, this society. movie's awesome. This movie's awesome. This movie's awesome. Two thumbs up because I work for the people that bankrolled this. Right, exactly. Like, I wonder if there was some, oh, I have to say I like that movie. <laughs> yeah, Vincent Canby of the NY Times. Uh, because Gene Siskel gave it a uh, 63 and oh. he says, Crystal and Hines are immediately likable on the screen. So the fact that running scared isn't all that we expect must be due to the script. The film's ending does leave room for a sequel. If one is made, director Hyams should get Crystal and Hines a better story as well as that bar in Florida. Oh, good Lord. Uh, yeah. Here's my thing about this movie and the rave reviews about it. They're all about Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines and their chemistry. Oh, they're fun on-screen dynamics mm -hmm. and i can't argue with it they do have chemistry together but it's negative chemistry they work well together because both of their characters fucking suck yeah it's like when bill nye is showing you why antacids don't work right he pours it and he's like if it turned purple it's bad and these guys are real purple they're real purple like of course they're gonna work well together there's chemistry it's shit Yep. It, they're making bad root beer. Yep, you're double dipping the bean dip, and it's dog poo. <laughs> Gross. I mean, I hate them. I hate <laughs> these characters. Yeah, they're real bad. They're real bad. So, Heinz didn't like working with uh, Hyams all that much. Okay. He said he was kind of hard. Uh, at the same time, this is like his third or fourth movie. His first movie was uh, History of the World. Oh, um, oh, Gregory Hines. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But then Crystal got basically just a uh, free pass to do. He got the green light to do whatever, rewrite any scene he wanted to rewrite and uh, ad lib in any way he saw fit. So most of the freewheeling that we can tell, it's like, I think Crystal's freewheeling here. He is. And Absolutely. It sucks. Absolutely. It's like bad. I know people love Robin Williams when he ad libs, but a lot of it just doesn't make sense. It's mm -hmm. word salad. And you think it's because he's going so fast. You're like, oh, well, I guess it's funny because it seems like he's really he's just spewing out jokes and they're so fast. I don't have time to get them. So I'm going to think it's genius. That's what Billy Crystal's trying to do here. Some of them like seriously don't make sense no that's not a joke billy but they kept it in because it's like oh well it's billy crystal doing his thing yeah it's not a joke i can't imagine what it was like between takes on this thing Ugh. oof could how'd you, you like that uh give me a water could you Ugh. imagine working in this police precinct with these two guys oh you couldn't like morning briefings would be like you just shut up just shut up! Mm -hmm. Shut up for once! Fucking idiots! You'd have to you'd do it without them. Yeah, exactly. Hey, where's the morning briefing at? The coat closet for you guys, again. And you wouldn't have to worry about them like, tracking you down, because if you just let them to their own devices, they would just jerk around with each other. 
Or jerk each other. Why not? Yeah. Well, they're obviously dirty cops throughout this entire movie, so I don't understand why they're so poor. I don't know if they're dirty um, cops, but okay. Stupid cops. They're stupid cops, right? We can all agree that they're stupid cops. Yeah. Okay. I can agree to that. But I don't know if they're dirty. They do some illegal shit. They're illegal, but is that because they're dirty or because they're stupid? They know. Mm-mm. They know like, that they're breaking the law, but yeah. it's not because they're on the take. They should be on the take because you know what? You're fucking going to go to jail anyway, so you might as well get some money for it. They need to go to jail. Why they drew the line there? Ineptitude is is still illegal. Yeah, but there's they willingly like say things like, oh, this is totally illegal. You could report us for this. We're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Because we're tough cops and the law is in our way of doing our job. Yeah, they've taken the law into their own hands, but it's not because they're, they're cashing in on it. They're not on the take. They're just A, stupid, and B... Crooked? Yeah. Is that the word? Yeah, dude. They're, they're like a penis that's shaped like a banana. You look at it and you go, mm, pass. Yeah. Maybe crooked still applies being on the take, though. I don't know. I don't know what these I, guys are. They're above the law. Yeah. It, it all goes back to that, you know, dirty Harry. Mm-hmm. You know, at that time when all of a sudden, like, oh, you can't even arrest a man for the legal thing. She says, lawyer's going to get him off. And it was in reality, it was like, no, you guys just shoot without asking questions. Right. Um, you've been violating our civil rights the entire time. Right. It's in the Constitution, you bother. But in the movies, you're like, yeah, we need more Harry Callahans. Just, you know, just don't let that law get in their way of doing their job. Do you, do you think there's been a social impact on that mentality in Hollywood? Like, like, do you think that that seeps into people's consciousness that, you know, to, to do things the way that they need to be done, you got to think outside of the box. Well, I, I mean, think that that is part of Hollywood's glamorization of venge, revenge mm-hmm. and taking justice into your own hands right. because you cannot get anywhere with the law the way it's currently set up. Right. And I think that is a very powerful message that Hollywood sends to people. When the law fails you, go ahead and fucking shoot his ass. Yeah. yeah and, or you and, know what? He's going to get off, so fucking kill him now. And, and also, it kind of goes into that, the, the I'm going to, you know, be a film dork here, the the mythos, or his, maybe it's pathos, of of the Hollywood archetype of what a man is, and he's got a big gun, and it goes back to, you know, the spaghetti westerns, even sure. though that's not really Hollywood, but, you know, uh, high noon, and you, you know, you fight the, you fight justice out in the streets type of thing, and yeah. it's you not- You protect se- your women. It's not really sexy when you- go into a courtroom and be like uh here's form 59 sure. gbh2 that you know shows that this man was violating his parole frontier justice and yeah, I mean, right, before exactly. spaghetti west you go back to the john ford movies yeah, and, that. John Ford's and uh uh that's yeah the frontier justice and the marshal and the you are the law and all that right 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 and then with this sort of thing and with like these the drugs always being bad and it's, it's just easy to get the funding like uh, we're going to have a cop that doesn't let the log in his way and he's mm-hmm. going to get the drugs. He's going to get the drugs. And they're like, here's $10 million, go make your movie. And Nancy Reagan's clapping in the background. Yep. Look at these boys. Sitting on Mr. T's lap. Giving a bluey to him. Because <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> here's Nancy. Uh, Don't push that button. Not the red one. God damn it. Take it away from him. I thought that was the jelly beans. <laughs> Where are the jelly bellies? <laughs> He did like jelly bellies. Yeah, well. Or was it Bush? It's one of them like jelly bellies. No, it was it was Reagan. Reagan. Reagan loved the G- yeah. jelly bellies. I fucking love jelly bellies too. They're good. Everybody wrong. likes them. Yeah. Um, you guys ready? Sure. Oh, I thought we already started. 
No, 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 no. No, no we haven't. Uh, movie opens up just like... We're like a half an hour in. <laughs> I know. Uh, it'll go fast, I hope. Uh, the movie starts out as any other buddy cop in the 80s does with, with bad saxophone and a tour of the town you're about to watch via helicopter. Stock shots. Yeah, right. Because I've I've read and heard and I've actually talked to another people that said, like, now they still do it sometimes and it's sort of like... When you go over budget by X amount or you shoot too much footage, you get like the, you know, all you get for your rap party is the champagne. Uh-huh. But the old joke was, is if you add footage of a city without your characters in it, it's a major city in America and you shoot that shot, you're fucking fired. Right. Oh, because uh, yeah. there is a stock shot. Oh, of course. Times 30 of every fucking thing that you want already. I'm really glad that we got rid of credit sequences in general because other than Andy Sedaris films they're all fucking shit they're all garbage just go straight to the goddamn movie please but it would have been like they could have avoided this whole tragedy of the 80s and title sequences uh, if there had been an Academy Award for best title sequence that would have been kind of fun like get creative with these things you fuckers rather than just showing stock shots a goddamn Chicago saxophone once again then we could have, you know, I think we really would have seen Winorski realize himself. Oh, absolutely. Because it would just be boobs hitting each other. <laughs> you wouldn't even be able to read the words. You'd just be like, jumbo, 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 jumbo. <laughs> Best credits ever. <laughs> what they say? I don't know. So uh, they're undercover. Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines, I think, is what they're doing. They're hanging out dressed as, like, bums. Uh, next to a burning trash barrel. Yep. Uh, next to a basketball court where yep. some bros are outside playing the b-ball. Yep. I thought they were bums. Well, I think that they're supposed to be, and I think that these guys who are playing b-ball are supposed to be bums too. But they just look like. I think they're just neighborhood trash. What? They, they can't just. They just can't. They just be townies. Well, they're townies, but like they're next to a burning barrel, Sam. And it, but it like none of it lines up with the visuals. Don't line up with what's going on. No. Well, and he's drinking out of a paper bag. Right. Like they're like it's a forty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's a Pepsi. And the bums don't like Pepsi, so you know that your Pepsi is always safe in Chicago. So they are undercover, right? Because otherwise, why the forty disguise? Sure, but that's but they the dress only... like that all the time. Yes. though. exactly. The forty was the only. The Pepsi was the only thing wearing a disguise. They were just wearing their normal clothes. So are they hanging out or are they undercover? They're undercover. For They're what? Always undercover. They're just they just walk around Chicago undercover. Undercover. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's crime over here today. Wherever they go there's going to be crime. Right. Yeah, cuz they're just going to create it like they interrupt these people's basketball game, mm-hmm. and Billy Crystal gets punched in the face. Right. And I'm like, yes, this yes. movie is going to rock. Good. These he guys are going to get their ass kicked. Because I don't like Billy Crystal. Right. Sure, really? Fine. So I was so excited when they punched him in the face in the scene, and I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. And then it went downhill from yeah, there. Yeah, it does. I don't hate Billy Crystal, but in this movie, he sucks. You were going to say something. Oh, about the basketball game? No, they just, from the get-go, these guys prove themselves to be the biggest dickheads you've ever met instantaneously. Right. You're just like, wait, what? You're no, that's they're trying to play basketball. You can't just go over there and fuck with them. And they do. And they get punched in the face for it, which would probably happen. Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm still scratching my head. Like, wow, these guys are funny and cool. And like, I like them. 
Who's no? Don't say that. Like they're awful. They're but, awful. Yeah. Imagine them in your life. Ugh. They also uh, play two on seven, right? <laughs> and then Billy Crystal rim checks himself on a layup. Like he hits the bottom of the basket. I guess they didn't have time to shoot it more, or like maybe it was like I don't know. I'm gonna miss it on purpose, but it's a real bad shot. It's a real bad shot. Um, they spot Jimmy Smith, who has pulled up in this neighborhood to drop Joe Panaglione off at his house, I guess. Uh, and they're like, "Hey, that's a pretty nice car for this part of town. What's it's got to be crime?" And hey, that's Jimmy Smith. He was in prison, and now he's out, so he's got a nice car. That doesn't make sense that he's got a nice car. He must be doing crime. Let's so check it out. This is this is what? profiling, Sam. I know what you're trying to say here. It's, it's, it's profiling. It's cash profiling. And, uh, <laughs> you know, as a concerned citizen, I really don't believe that we should be profiling just based off the cars that people drive and the Mer- briefcases that they're holding full of yeah. cash. <laughs> um, you know, it's really causing a, a large problem in the police community right now. What kind of Mercedes is this? Uh, that would have been the, I believe it's a 280 uh, D-Class. That's just the family sedan. It's the family sedan. We had one of those. They're acting like this Mercedes is the nicest car in all of Chicago. Right. Through the entire movie. Right. It's not an S-Class, guys. It's just slightly more expensive than a Buick. It might be a diesel. And it's <laughs> pretty much the same car. <laughs> right. Looks a little nicer, but they uh, they sold quite a few of these. Yeah, they're everywhere. They are everywhere. I, it always makes me laugh when the villains are driving a Merc. Like, like it's one thing if you're driving the Hitler Merc. Yeah, sure. you're clearly a villain when you're driving Hitler's car. But like mid '80s, decent economy, leather seated Mercedes bad guy yeah it's got to be a drug dealer dude everybody had those yeah, those things we had two in the 80s those things were three thousand dollars more than the cadillac those motherfuckers motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> we drive cadillacs here because we're the good guys we don't even afford those we're just we got a goddamn citation <laughs> back in the crown vic oh god damn it um <laughs> so they're like he's he's dirty he let's get him um, our motive. We have no personal stake in his dirtiness. It's not like, oh man, that's the guy that killed your wife, and now he's free. What are you gonna do about it? It's just that's a dirty guy driving a Merc. Let's get him. So let's go back to the Merc. Why has he got a Merc? I don't know. Cause Dodge is making K cars right now. Right? <laughs> Cause it's that or an Aries, you butt fuckers. Criminy. <laughs> Nobody's going to buy the Aries. No, it was a piece of shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, just because I'm out of prison doesn't mean yeah. I have to put myself into a prison of yeah. Lee Iacocas. I, just because I'm eating ramen noodles doesn't mean I'm going to eat them off the floor. Because that's what a K car is, is eating ramen noodles off the floor. Right. Um, so he, Jimmy Smith sees them and he's like, okay, I'm getting out of here. This is, why are these guys chasing me? Uh, I guess they're cops. I got to go. Um, and... So they have to follow Joe Panaglione mm-hmm. up to his apartment. They chase him, even they though it's like him. 10 fucking feet. Oh, I love that the, as they're on their way up the stairs, <laughs> the most graceful man in America eats shit on him. <laughs> shit. <laughs> and not just like in the middle of it, when he first starts going up. So it's like, 
Wow, all that tap dancing did really not help you. He just goes straight down right in front of the stairs, and Billy Crystal just runs right past him. keeps acting, and they got to be in the movie because of that, because that was not a planned fall. No, it was not. You don't, like, I'm going to do the fall here. Face first into stairs. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're not. The stunt man doesn't even want to do that. I will tell you guys about my, my most embarrassing fall down. Are you ready? I was in Disneyland mm-hmm. as a kid, sure. uh-huh. and I'm walking along, and it's like after the parades and stuff, right? So I'm pretty tired. Okay. I trip and fall face first into this man's butt in front of me. Oh, nice. Just right in his crack, and he wasn't wearing underwear, and he had a pair of white shorts on. And how do I know that? Because there was a weird little stain after I fell into his pants. Yeah, that's the Mark Sanchez. Did Billy Crystal keep going? Right. <laughs> No, my dad was like, what are you doing? I'm like, like, rim job. (laughs) Um, So they go up the stairs. Joe Pantaleone's got the door locked and he's like, I'm not letting you guys in. You're cops, I guess. I don't know. Did you even introduce yourselves as cops? You have to do that, right? Um, And they're like, well, you got two options. We're going to start shooting at the door. And if you're behind it, you're going to get hit. So you might as well let us in. He's like, okay. Yeah. Well, it kind of seems like they busted him before. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a rapport yeah. with this guy. Right. And it's also my understanding that uh, Law & Order guy, they actually put him in prison. His name is Jimmy Smith. It's really not that and hard it's to pronounce. L.A. Law. Yeah. I think you should Again. keep doing that and name every show <laughs> that isn't lines. L.A. The guy from NCIS is just hard to look at. <laughs> He's not hard to look at. It's just I can't remember his fucking name. Yeah. Jimmy Ooh, what is show he was not in. a hard one to remember. Well, all I can th- so I see his face in my mind, and then I hear dun 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 dun. So I, really, the, uh, so I don't really like remember his name. I actually, just hear the music. The intro to that was dun dun because all the yeah. intros are dun dun. Well, the, Mike posted both of them, right? Dun 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 We're all doing a different movie. Mike post song, and they're the same actually. But we all love them. Oh, God. What was L.A. Law? Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a great one. (laughs) Brian Gumble. Was that Aaron Gumble? Greg? Greg Gumble? No, I don't know if one of the. I I just. Aaron Neville? Corbin Burnson. Corbin Burnson was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Uh, let's fast forward to the favorite part of the movies. No, okay. All right. So. I want to I want to set this whole this whole thing up this Joe Panaglione bullshit because he's like all right come on in guys and he's got a briefcase filled with fifty k in it and they're like well you're gonna have to give us that and he's like do you have a warrant no but you want to wait around for us to get one this is their they have this ploy it's a really good shtick they got it I think it would work in real life they go yeah this is illegal but if we don't do it you know. Uh, we're all going to waste time. Right. And then he's like, all right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, well. You know, you're right. I was, uh, I have a lot of things to do this afternoon. It's illegal for you to have that 50 K Joe Panaglione. No, it's not. Nope. Oh yeah. I guess that's true. Uh, well, we're going to search your place. Okay. Go ahead. Um, give us that 50 K. No. Okay. Well, I'm going to go outside and tell the basketball players that you got 50 K up in here and you better give it to us or they're going to bonk you on the head and take your money. He's like, okay, I guess I'm going to jail today. Yeah, because they're not afraid of this guy that's going to fucking ice him either, right? Everybody in the neighborhood knows that Joey Pants is working for Jimmy. He's working for fucking Jimmy, who, as the movie progresses, we learn 
that Jimmy is one of the biggest cocaine distributors in the entire United States working directly with the Colombians. He has got, what's his name's phone number, uh, Pablo Escobar's phone yeah. number on speed dial in the Mercedes. It's tattooed on the top of his dick. And he's giving Joe Pantaleone rides home, yeah. which means that Joe Pantaleone's pretty high up in the goddamn fucking Columbia Mafia, which means that none of these guys are going to fuck with him, and Joe Pantaleone should know how to fuck with cops. Be like, get the fuck out of here. Also, Go ahead and shoot, dude. Go ahead and shoot. Billy Crystal's like, he's got a briefcase full of money, and they're like, yeah, we watched him walk in there with it. Correct. We were all here. He does daily. That's Well, and here's the deal. Is that later in the movie, when they are driving that Merc around, mm-hmm. the basketball players, everybody at the local market, everybody at the local elementary school, everybody knows this car. Mm-hmm. Because as they pull up to all these different places, they're like, oh, Jimmy. Nah. Yeah, he's like fucking Whitey Bulger. Yeah. Everybody loves this guy. Right. So the chances of these people... Like, not coming upstairs to kill these two cops and be like, are you okay, parakeet head? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you okay now that we've got it? We'll, we'll just take these bodies down to the dumpster for you. You tell you tell Jimmy that we're good guys. And even if, the, even if all of what we're saying is wrong, if these guys did this and he goes along with it, guess what, buddy? You don't get to have that high of a job in the mafia. You've already been busted a bunch of times and you're now sleeping with the fishes because you're a fucking liability you're paulie yeah or fredo or you're 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 the guy that's not on the team guy without name who gets shot that's right who you are exactly Th- this sucks the whole setup for the entire fucking movie is bullshit that these guys are bad cops also that they don't know he's out of jail they don't know snake quote-unquote jimmy pants is out of jail or joey pants they don't know either of these guys are out of jail they're just staking out a basketball game and this falls on top of right them. exactly Ugh. so <sighs> then at some point while they're taking joey pants there's some things that happen we're skipping yeah just don't matter dan hedaya shows up and he's yeah. like i'm your boss lots of leaves. fucking goddamn shenanigans happen that aren't shenanigans they're just like oh look at these crazy guys they got a backstory sort of and they're goofballs um but one point they stop at a funeral we're not going to go into that but on their way back from the funeral they get held up by two muggers uh-huh who don't realize they're cops but when they do realize they're cops, they shoot them. <laughs> they they shoot the muggers. Well, like, yeah, the muggers try to get away, uh-huh. but they can't, so they turn around, and then they shoot them. They start blasting hot lead, and then the dialogue says, oh, we intentionally missed them and shot out the windshield so that they would panic and crash. What, what what guns are these? These are thirty eights, aren't they? They're using thirty eights. No, these are Saturday night specials at a range of about fifty yards. Farther than that gun shoots. Uh, accurately for sure. Even no, if we're wrong the, on the uh, range, forty five degree angle. They are throwing the hot lead at men in cars. Yeah. who are driving away from them. These guys probably could have died. And then what? Like this seems like a regular occurrence to them that you they just, just shoot people. You just well, that's what you do. You shoot him? Dan Hedale in the movie later says, are you going to quit your job? I'll save the surprise for later. But 
Oh, you can't quit. You don't get to shoot people in said other job. I can't come back. You don't get to really shoot people if you're a police officer you, either. I mean, what the hell's going on here, guys? This is the 80s. I'm worried. I'm worried about all of us. I don't think we're going to make it. The cops are going to shoot us. Yeah. I mean, it's not just because of what's going on in the world today. It's because of what was going on in the 80s. I mean, it's right there documented. This movie encourages to Shooting shoot people. people. The bad people. How do you know they're bad? They were the ones who got shot. They, right. <laughs> That's how you know they're bad. They were on the other end of my gun. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, come on now. What are we? Did you not? Did you not take math in second grade? Right. Huh? Oh God. <sighs> then they go back to HQ. Get get whatever. IA stops by. Is like <laughs> you guys seem like you're bad cops. All talk to you later and then yeah. that never nothing no. happens on it with it they need to, these guys need to be in jail ia i think is like just a rolling suggestive threat right Ooh. there's like, some paperwork yeah. for you like the psychiatrist in lethal weapon yeah you know, like hey Riggs, you gotta talk to me yeah whatever lady yeah no they just run around with envelopes and they don't ever do anything because they'd have to shut down the entire chicago <laughs> police department <laughs> then what in do we the do? story world of this movie anyway right <laughs> <laughs> so they go out and grab a beer and offend some women uh, with their dialogue, but they don't. The women love it because it's the 80s, of course. Um, and Gregory Hines goes back to his place and bones this woman. But the next morning, Billy Crystal comes in and is very comfortable with their uh, being a part of their. He's got keys. Their must. He does have keys. Well, I mean, is that okay, fine. They're, they're partners. I get that. You probably have. I would if I. He has no boundaries. He has no boundaries, and Gregory Hines is fine with that. No, Gregory Hines has made it clear that there needs to be no boundaries. If If I am nude in my home, come sit in bed with me, and we'll eat donuts together. We do this all the time. So, you want to tag team this lady? No, I don't want to tag team her. I got sticky hands from donuts. Let's let's do it all at the same time. Any chance at a three-way? It's pretty clear that these men have sex with each other it's fine they love each other i know, I don't know but what, what are they doing what are they doing why just, don't they say it they're just lying to each other. The come 80s. out 80s no just come out <laughs> yeah. gotta put the blinds down you like have little posters that look like you're inside playing poker right yeah <laughs> um we get introduced to billy crystal's ex-wife uh, and the only reason I bring it up because it, none of the dialogue makes sense, but it is plot relevant. She will get held hostage later, so yeah. she's somewhat important. Uh, she's getting married to a dentist. He's still in love with her, but that doesn't, again, make sense because he's clearly in love with himself and Gregory Hines. Um, so that's that's my problem with the whole thing, is it's not because they're gay. It's because why does the movie have to tell us that they're not gay? That's my problem. Yeah, I don't know. That's what sucks. And yes, I get it. It's the '80s, but then why make him gay? Why? It's an undertone. Uh, no, I think that that whole idea was that there was a lot of people that may or may not have realized their sexuality that were like, "Yeah, this is how you you, know, you can't be a real dude until you're doing this." It's like just be gay. It's fine, right? Just do it. It's okay. That's what it's saying to me. Like yeah. if 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 I if I was on the fence, it'd be like. Oh, well, I have these feelings, but that makes me tough, so I should bang ladies? I don't know. It's just very muddied, and I don't think that Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines should be making any undertoned statements, Gary DeVore, about being gay or not. Like, just quit 
stop it. Just stop that. Anyway. Also, stop being cops. And stop being cops. <laughs> stop talking and being in front of me. Right. Both of you. Hey, turn that guy right around. Um, Billy Crystal gets $40,000 inheritance from his aunt dying, I guess. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and so, a bag that gets left in a sink and never seen again. Right, right. So they're like, hey, cool, that's good news, but let's put Joe Panaleone, even though he's spent the night in jail for without being charged, uh, no attorney has ever showed up, and uh, let's put him in a fake lineup, mm-hmm. and then he's going to say... This is bullshit. You guys need to let me go. We'll let him go. And then when he goes to get his money back, we're going to pocket $45,000 of it. Yep. And that $45,000 ends up where? They give it back to him. When? Because he has to make the buy later. Oh. So they held back $45,000 in their possession, not in the Uh evidence room. They never turned it in. They turned in $5,000. Yeah. Kept Uh $45,000 back. And he's like, okay, I'll go along with this, well, guys. again, they pull the ultimate cop maneuver. They're like, you know, you could report us. This is illegal. Mm-hmm. It's we federal offense. But Lose yeah, our jobs and our badge and maybe go to prison. You know, we're going to waste a lot of time if we do that. And he's like, file a lawsuit. Okay, yeah, yeah. you're right. This is going to save some time. Yeah, I'll go with you. Jumped this. Okay. So he's... In on their sting to get his boss, so they mic him up and with his Mickey Mouse underwear that I think was supposed to be funny, right? Yeah, it is. It also is supposed to be funny that he's like, "We're going to put a wire on you," and he bends over like, "Yep," because you're going to put a Walkman in my butt, and their wire is just a Walkman, right? Yeah, yeah. Oof. Um, so he goes in. It's a gun deal. I don't know what, what what the story is, who they're trading with who, but either way, they go in and he's like, oh, God, they got me. They got me. But it's all a big fucking trap on this boat. And Jimmy Smith is like, hey, I got you guys, you bad cops. And the, Joe Panalano, he's like, yeah, dude, I, I did all this for you, boss. And he's like, oh, that's cool. But why don't you die a little, motherfucker? Yeah, that's when the guy from Knott's Landing shoots the guy from The Matrix. Right. Wait, he's not in Knott's Landing? Oh, I thought he totally was. You're talking about the shaggy guy, right? No, I'm talking about Jimmy Smith. Right. Well. And naming another hour-long drama primetime that he wasn't in. Yeah, Jimmy Smith plugs Joe, Joey Pants. Yeah, in front of... And after that happens, Four cops. the shooting starts because it turns out Uncle Rico is a fucking cop. Right. Because you're like, hey, that's Uncle Rico. And he's a cop. And he's a cop. And he seems to be a better cop than these cops. Yeah. Like, isn't, aren't they DEA guys? Yeah. I, but then they get demoted to Chicago PD or that something. Doesn't, it, that's not how that works. Doesn't make sense. Stephen Bauer's the other, yeah. other cop. Uh, you're no good, DEA. You blew that drug bust because of Chicago cops busting in and ruining your sting operation so you're gonna go straight from working for the federal government to the chicago police yeah they're like so you guys have been working pretty good but that got fucked up by some buttholes so you now have to go be their understudies (laughs) okay wait what that's about what happened yeah that's what happened yeah it doesn't make any sense so as bullets start flying, I like that Jimmy Smiths just gets away from this He's like, very small room where men with Uzis are spraying lead everywhere. Yeah. He just does that classic villain thing where he like puts his arms up above his head and then runs away like like a fucking cartoon character. Sure. 
Literally. And no one gets hit. Nobody, well, other than There's a reason that no one gets hit, because everyone is holding their Uzis and using their belly button for their eyes uh-huh. to aim it. Uh-huh. You don't uh-huh. hit a lot when you're doing that. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't. This is classic 80s children's toy gun shooting. Yeah. Like, you just swing it from side to side as fast as you can. We did this because of movies like right. this. And then, like, the first time we saw an actual gun, we're about ready, and our parents were like, no! <laughs> right? you just, no! You just wildly uh-uh. fling it around, right? Yeah. Those guys on the TV you watch, they're dickheads. Yeah. This is how you use this. You know why nobody gets shot? Because they're holding them like that. The bullets come out so fast, though, Sam, <laughs> that it has to hit everything, yeah. right? If you just swing it around, swing you'll it get around. it all. It's like a laser. It's a solid <laughs> bullet hose. It's like a big water weenie of hot lead. <laughs> why aim? That seems bothersome. <laughs> yeah. So he, Jimmy Smith runs away. And then instead of going off the boat, he hides under a tarp, but he doesn't, like, he does the Scooby-Doo thing. His shoes are sticking out, and they just walk right up to him and say, you're under arrest. He also King is- King of the mafia. <laughs> he's tapping his foot because he's like, God, this hiding has taken too long, me. This is a waste of time. He's tapping his foot on himself while he's under a tarp. I'm getting real bored yeah. out here. <laughs> That's why you don't do the coke while you're selling it. Right. Get impatient. Uh, so they take him in and uh, the captain's like they they think that they're going to be celebrities of the police force but the uh-huh. captain Dan Hayata's like uh, um, you're bad <laughs> you're bad at your job we've got he uses the evidence that they need to pin this guy right to prove to them that they're dickheads they're like did you see him shoot Jimmy Pants and they're like no well, I guess we're fucked then. How did they not see him? Also, it's, we're going to testify in a court of law that there was four cops in one small room on a boat and lead got flown after a bullet struck our criminal informant sure. in the chest and the only person that was holding a gun was Jimmy Smith's. I'm pretty sure it was him. Nope, inadmissible. <laughs> uh, we have him on tape saying... I am shooting you now. Right. Inadmissible. Yeah, it's over. It's you know, over. You guys blew it. Yeah, you guys blew it. You know why? You didn't take the law into your own hands right then and just shoot everybody who was bad. Including the other cops. Because they were on the other side of your guns. When at the time you didn't know they were cops. Once you shoot them, they are automatically bad. You walk up and say, are you cops? And they go, I'm dead. Doesn't matter. Sure. Oof. But you know what? Fuck you two. Go on vacation. Right. You're get out of here. Take a break. And then they're like, we can't because Chicago is going to burn down without us. And it's like, cool down, cool down. And there's that whole bullshit. Thing right. That happens right. Right. In every cop movie. And then they stand back to back with their guns pointed up at the air and take a picture. And now is where in every other buddy cop movie. Uh huh. They've been vacationed, suspended, right. fired, right. fill in the blank, uh-huh. and they go, you know what? We just can't let this slide. We're going to do this on our own no matter what. Right. They go and hook up a fucking GMC to the bad guy's house yeah. and pull it off of the fucking, yeah. the fucking hills. No, they go to Florida. They go to Key West. They actually <laughs> go on vacation. You're like, wait, wait, what? They oh. went... 
You guys are actually on vacation? They got fucking Hawaiian shirts, big oversized hats. Bright blue and uh, red roller skates. Yeah. We love Key West shirts. And they they've got booby shirts. Right. So yeah, they've they, got belly belly tanks and hot pants and their roller skates. They go the whole way and become vacation dorks. And they fill up a Marlin with Schlitz. Right. Yeah, th- this whole... I don't, I don't know. Is this my favorite part of the movie? Because, uh, yeah. like, I fucking hate Michael McDonald. He ruined the goddamn doobies. But this song actually might be I, the best part of this movie, and I fucking hate this song. I like Michael McDonald fine, and this this is so not buddy cop movie that it's the only part that I like because it's just a summer fun montage. It's a summer fun montage. With two people that couldn't look any worse having summer fun right and don't forget that they've got gutenbergitis they're sexy and then you watch them and go wait these guys are sexy because they're banging chicks all over the place every chick has sex with these two gorgeous huge breasted women you put these are having sex with a tiny man (laughs) and his weird looking friend i think if you put them both on this game same scale it would hit a buck 84 right jackie (laughs) Be the most superficial person you can be and give me a one to ten star rating on both Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines in this sequence. Dressed as they are. Gregory Hines looks like a basset hound. Right. Uh, with saggy tits uh-huh. and uh, really skinny limbs. So really weird looking. Right. And uh, he gets a point five. Ooh, oh, man. wow. That's yeah. slow. He's just gross. Yeah. Um, okay. You just look at him and think gingivitis. I think um, I think if you've got a, a, a like all of your limbs are on, you get at least one star. Yeah. <laughs> huh. And then there's Billy Crystal. He's a short little troll of a man. Uh huh. With weird curly hair, uh-huh. he's stark white. Right. He's also got lady boobs. One hundred and five pounds. Yeah, Dude. he's not attractive, and you know he's he's gonna get a one. And all they and that's only because he doesn't have basset hound face. All they huh. do is walk up and down the boulevard and strut, and the next thing you see is them banging ladies. They score and score and score. What is happening in the nineteen eighties? Oh, that's right. They're, they are all on Coke. I guess. Everybody's on Coke. Well, especially down in Florida. Yeah, especially down in Florida. That's where it's coming in from. Yeah. So Florida was a big place to do drugs. Yeah, but I guess Coke doesn't make you hallucinate. No, it doesn't. You'd just be like, I'm coked out and I'm going to have sex with the muscle guy with the big penis. Right. Not you two. You. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're on a high and you're on a you know a rebound low streak and you're like, fuck, the, I can't get any muscle guys to have sex with me, I guess I'm going for that. That I never mean, happens. I'm walking down the boulevard and I see these two and then across the street out of a fu- outside of a fucking convenience store is Jay and Silent Bob and I've got huge boobs. I'm going and banging Jay and Silent Bob because at least that they've got fucking personality. Sure. The thing is that, you know. I don't doubt that Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal, because I think they're 34 and 36 respectively at the making of this film, uh, could go down to Key West and get laid. They'd just be doing it with women in their own league. These are right. all Claudia Schiffers. It's right. like, uh-uh. No. No. Oh, yeah, 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 no, and yeah. they're all like young. And they've got money because the first lady that they end up with, the first ladies that they end up with, they get on some fucking yacht with. So these ladies have fucking cash. And it's not like a fishing boat. It's a goddamn yacht. What the fuck? Yeah. 
And uh, if Peter's paying attention during one of the sequences here, and it doesn't really happen. And they're making him them sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, he's got a he's got a big he's got a you know a trophy fish on or whatever, but it's sandwich time, so he just cuts it. Yeah, it's just it's let's like, let's that <laughs> fish be hooked for life. life. And it gets to drag his fishing pole too, because it goes in with him, right? No, he cuts, no, the, he line. cuts the line. Uh, oh, oh, he just my. left the fish hooked in the ocean. Oh, what a bad human being for a sandwich. For a sandwich, Jesus. Ugh. So. They come to the realization that they love this lifestyle, and fucking who can blame them, right? I would do um, it. I would, too. I, I don't even know why they have to have jobs. They just walk around, and ladies are like, you want to come live on my yacht and eat sandwiches with me? And it's like, dude, I don't have to work. But they're like, oh, okay, let's not go back to Chicago. It sucks. Uh, it's cold. This is 19, the football team is pretty good. Um, but uh, let's it's buy dirty. a bar. Let's buy a bar here. And be bar guys. Uh huh. And he's like, "Well, I don't, I don't want to do that because I won't get to shoot people." Right. And then he's like, "Well, we can hope that people rob us a couple of times uh-huh. a week." Uh huh. Couple times a week, you get robbed. That means you get to shoot people for free. Yeah, that seems like not free enough shooting people though. We get to shoot a lot of people in Chicago. Yeah, they do get to shoot a lot of people. Um, okay, so they agree to it, and they go back to Chicago. I don't know why they don't just pick up the phone and say, yeah, we're not coming back, because they. The, it seems like Dan Hayata doesn't want them to come back, but he, they're like, we got to give you our 30-day notice. And he's like, oh, well, that's good to hear, because Jimmy Smith is out on the loose, and uh, he made bail, and they're like, oh, motherfucker, what the fucking shit, fuck. Fuck, we're all going to die. The mm-hmm. whole goddamn city's going to burn to the goddamn ground because Jimmy Smith's made bail. Of course he was going to make bail, douchebags. Either that or there's going to be some really productive thin people out there. <laughs> Why is that? Because that's what Coke does Oh, to yeah, you. yeah, yeah. But they're, but they're like, he's going to get away with it. With what? Because he made bail? Yeah. There's well, they still didn't... a fucking trial, dude. No, there's not because they didn't get the information. That's why they're on vacation. That's the thing about this scene where he's out already. He told them to go on vacation because they fucked it up and he was going to get off to begin with. So he's so they come back and they're like, he's getting off, that son of a bitch. Yeah, he was getting off when you left to go to then Florida. Then why is he now just making bail? Why does he have to make bail at all? He'd, he'd already made bail. He'd been out since but why right after they left for the keys. Why does he to make bail at all, Jackie, if they fucked up so bad that he gets to get off free? You don't get to have both. He either makes bail which means that there is a trial coming up i think he was talking about he made he got the role as bail organic oh <laughs> he made bail he's oh good for him good for him yeah i, I really strong role strong yeah, role yeah no he was dun, dun. he was in <laughs> dallas right yeah <laughs> okay so they're like we got to take him down we're gonna take him down tonight they don't take him out tonight i don't even know why they fucking said that um they go and get vests uh, bulletproof vest mm-hmm. because that's going to play in later because bullets just fly fucking everywhere. <laughs> Nobody pays attention to where their guns are. What you happens? Know, if I lived in Chicago, I'd just wear a bulletproof vest all the time. It seems like people are always shooting out in the street. In this, in this Chicago, yeah. You're right. You shoot yourself. I'm bored. I'm going to shoot somebody. Well, there's only me in this bathroom. Yeah. Blam, blam. And there's an accidental discharge as well. Like Crystal drops his gun right? and shoots it because if you spend a week in Florida. You completely forget how to be a police officer. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess they go to Joey Pants's landlady. I don't know who this lady is, and it, I don't really care who she is. No, this is they're looking for tips, but whatever. The I, th- o- I thought this is Jimmy Smith's mom. Whatever. Who gives a? I fuck? thought it was Jimmy Smith's landlord. Yeah, there's so. But if he's it, like a big Columbia drug dealer, why, why is he living in this shit? You have a landlord. Why anything? Exactly. I don't, I, uh, you guys are failing to stop talking about it because I just don't care. What I do care about. Kid is this goddamn kid that's behind her. This is the best part of the movie. This yeah, is the only good part is, of the movie. This is better than the Michael McDonald sequence. This fucking kid hates cops, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he hates everybody. everybody. He's just a little. He's just a little shithead. And he is like usually you have these little shitheads, these precocious scamps that mm-hmm. are in are in film, and it's like, oh, kid, you have to swear at the cop or something. And they kind of flub it. This kid's killing it. Oh yeah, I have never seen somebody with more malicious intent behind their middle fingers than this little dude. Yeah, this kid puts on a clinic. On how to flip somebody off 30 different ways. Stink-eyed. It you is amazing. Take this bird, motherfucker. Just when you think you've seen all the birds, here comes another. Yeah, I got and one. And another. Oh. oh, wait. One flies in from like out of, <laughs> like it comes in from behind his mom. And then all of a sudden he's on the other side of the door. Oh, look, there's one coming from over here. This too. bird's migrating yeah. to your face. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, And then weirdly... They're like, well, we we can't have our cops just get flipped off yeah. by a kid for no reason. Like, you see the little scamp and you smile at him, and go, "Oh man, you're a little, you're a little rascal, aren't you?" Yeah. That's what a good person does. Sure. Gregory Hines comes back. They leave, and then he's like, "No, I'm not, uh-uh. Nobody fucking does that to yeah. me, especially not a little kid." And he opens up the door and he goes, "Yeah." He does the double bird, but he goes, "Yeah," <laughs> like. Like he's like boom! I got indie. you, kid. Like I mean, not really. He got you bad, dude. He, he totally got you worse. Yeah. I like the whole time that he's getting flipped off too. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like just losing his shit. Like that kid is flipping me off. <laughs> I'm gonna pull his head clean off his body. <laughs> it is so stupid. Um, so I guess they get some tip and they drive because they just drive up to Jimmy Smith's car, the Mercedes, and they're like, hey, there it is. OK, cool. Um, what are we going to do? Well, they, let's get it towed. Yeah. And then we'll cheat and get it towed by breaking the law. And well, they paint the fucking sidewalk yellow like that immediately oh, yeah. summons tow trucks. Right. It's like a magic move. Right. Like you just draws this. No, they stole emblem. that man's car. Yeah. Like they're an accomplice to Grand Theft Auto here yeah. because the car, the tow truck driver didn't do his due diligence. And all he has to do is say, these two cops called me and said that this was a towaway zone. That's Grand Theft Auto. Don't give a fuck. That's stealing. Um, and so this kid sees it all go down and he runs over to where Jimmy Smith is banging a lady. And is, I guess is going to be like, Hey man, your car is getting towed. Whatever, dude. They go in there. Yeah, they, they go into this apartment and just start killing guys. No, this isn't the part where they kill them. This is the standoff where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they they talk their way like they're they've got it angle wise. They're going to get shot. But right. Yeah. Crystal's a, like, I'm going to shoot this guy. And then you just give up. Right. Yeah. The the other guys that they're standing off and with. they don't have enough time here. So they're like, handcuff yourselves. And the criminals do. But Jimmy Smith runs away with no pants on. Uh-huh. And kidnap or host- takes a hostage of this lady and then 
he's like, I'm going to shoot her. I'm going to shoot her. Give me your pants. Well, yeah, he's going to have to escape. Why does, dude, just escape. Your priority is escaping, not escaping with dignity. Your, I mean, shoes if you want anything. Right. It's winter. Give me your pants. Is he like trying to slow them down? Because they've got long johns underneath. It's not even like anybody's dong comes out like, whoa, cop, now you're embarrassed. Yeah, that would have been good. Like both of them go commando and becomes rated X penises. <laughs> then they have to have a sword fight. They look at each other's wieners and they're right. like, mm, let's forget about Jimmy Smith. Yeah. Florida. Sounds nice. Yeah. Sounds nice. Let's go home. Uh, well, you've got a really nice tan on your balls there. Like, tan uh, on your balls. Yeah. Jackie's weird about the balls thing. Like, just don't encourage her. Um, <laughs> what? They were so down like, in the Florida Keys. Do you have like the little head tanner for your balls? <laughs> like a little guy, like a mini clamshell <laughs> for the bottom. Yeah. You just kind of rest them in there. And then as long as you're not hard, you'd put your penis in the top of it. If you're if you're hard up for cash, you can just use do a makeshift one with a with a little thing that you cook hot pockets in. <laughs> use that as a light to ball reflector. <laughs> At one point during this pants hostage negotiation. Pants hostage negotiation. Uh-huh. Gregory Hines says, Take the shot, man. I I can't. There's a lady in front of it. You you, may, you might get lucky. I'm not giving him my pants. Yeah. You I, that, might get lucky and not shoot that woman in the face so that I don't have to take my pants off. The thing off. is, if she gets shot, she was bad. Because, oh, right, right, right. Right. Yeah. Wrong side of the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Makes yeah, sense. for all we know, she's in on it. <laughs> you know, she could be the cook. Yeah. And we don't know. We don't know these things. Like, like she makes. She lives in the same building. She makes beans for the boys, or she's like the cook. The cook. The like, cook. Like Captain yeah. Cook. Yeah. Like she has people jowl bacon in her house. Oh yeah, she's making beans for the. I meant a different type of cook. Like she's got a fucking underneath the laundry mat. She's got an entire lab to work in. Oh no. That kind of cook. I meant like cook, cook. So she should get shot in the face because she makes fucking beans for the boys. You don't know. I don't know what. You don't know these things. You don't know. I okay? don't. You don't know what it's like. Me and Sam, we've been in mafias. Wait, what? We've been there, done that, okay? So I know that you're super white and everything, but me <laughs> and is, Sam have been part of the what mafia. Is, what does that have to do with anything? We know about the cooks, okay? I, actually, you know what? I don't care what it has to do with anything. I was in the marble mafia. Even if you're in the mafia, why do you shoot the cook? Because she's dirty? She's yeah. cooking? She's part of it. And you know what? Sometimes you got to take the shot. So she could have so a Tommy have to take gun. Off your pants. <laughs> she could have a Tommy gun in the French bread. Right? Yeah, you, you don't, don't know. know. You don't. They're trained they, to kill you if you come into the yeah. kitchen. What's What's in the bag? Probably your death. Yeah. Yep. Right. A French bread gun. Uh, so they get teamed up with Uncle Rico and Uncle Rico's partner, um, and they get another hot tip, and they this is when they bust into this apartment, and, s- like, the move to get into the apartment is to kick your foot into the door, get it stuck, the door comes down, but you're still trapped in the door, the other cops behind you trip over you and fall to the ground and just start shooting regardless of where their guns are aimed. Yeah, I don't get why they're at this apartment at all. It's just another tip. And then they're killing everybody that lives there. Everybody that's inside. There's a really weird plan here. 
where once the shooting starts, Gregory Hines, one, you're not going to kick the door open that way because it opens out. But then in the next shot, it opens in. It's a bad cut. It's a bad cut. Um, but rather than kick the door in, say, if you could, uh-huh. uh, he decides to kick a small hole in the bottom of it right. and then use that to shoot through. However, before he can get his foot out, the other guys decide, let's get in there. And they just open the door. Right. With his foot still in it. And then it opens out and then it opens in and then they all fall on each other and start shooting. And all of the guys inside die, but they don't. Except for Uncle Rico does shoot Billy Crystal in the chest because of ineptitude or was it in bad intent? I don't know. Ineptitude. Yeah. So good, good copying here, guys. Like, again, you're not good cops. You're They're shooting old. each other. These are the four because worst. Because of dumb plans. Four worst cops. They're terrible cops. Um, they We got to move fa- a little faster. The uh, They get a criminal informant who then gives them a tip on where Jimmy Smith is going to be at the airport. So they go to the airport and they're like, oh, we got the Jimmy Smith and all the drugs. But the cops are already there because Uncle Team Rico called in the cops and said, Jimmy, the, the, the Colombians are going to be there. So let's bust the Colombians, sure. which is what their fucking job is because they're actually goddamn DEA. Anyways. Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines are like, that's bullshit, you motherfuckers. But it's all a decoy because Jimmy Smith has got a priest and a nun and is putting them in a taxi cab and is taking them someplace. And Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines are like, those people are drug dealers. Yeah. (laughs) Let's get them. Let's get them. They, I guess, are able to smuggle all of the drugs that Chicago needs in one suitcase. Right, exactly. Um, (laughs) The entire supply supply of Chicago's (laughs) drugs are in one suitcase. Right. And uh, so this is the part where they just just get into a really bad chase scene. Yeah. And they go on the L, Mm -hmm. and they drive on it in sped-up footage, and it sucks, and it lasts... It goes on and on and on. Three and a half minutes too long, and I can't tell you. Let's get a shot of Jimmy Smith's face. Ooh, he looks panicked. Uh, Uh Let's go back to the the first-person cam of the train tracks. Ooh, really shaky and bumpy. Okay, let's go to the cops. Oh, their heads are jumping around quite a bit. Oh, let's go back to Jimmy Smith's. Let's go to the train tracks. Let's go back to Jimmy Smith's. Let's go back to the train track. Yeah. Let's shoot the nun with the wedding ring. If this had Benny Hill music. Yeah, right. And boobs. <laughs> they every time it cuts the car like goes fast enough to knock off a lady's shirt. Right. <laughs> it would be a great sequence, but it's missing those two key components to Benny Hill that make it just suck. And Jackie's right, the nun doesn't take her wedding ring off. There's a shot of the nun and she's wearing a wedding. And I think they shot somewhat sequentially. Because in a later shot, one of the guys like, take your wife with you. Uh-huh. Like, that's going to cover up that they can't get married. Oh, these Colombian Catholic priests get to marry the nuns. Right. Uh, whatever. No, they don't. They arrest the priests and the nun eventually. Oh, guess what? Jimmy Smith gets away. Somehow, like, they he, they both stop their cars right next to each other. Jimmy Smith and his driver get out of their car and run up the fucking steps while Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines just stand there. Well, we wanted to watch their car get smashed into it by a train, so we yeah. just let him get away. Well, they, they were right next to each other. They they had to argue oh, for comedic value. Banter. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. God damn it. So they arrest the nun and the priest. They take him back to HQ, and it turns out, guess what? They are actually a nun and a priest. And then in a roundabout way, because it doesn't really matter, they did have drugs. They did have drugs, but it's actually not their fault. So I still think that they're fired. 
I still think that they get fired right here by Den Hayata. You're well, not even on vacation. You're fired. Yeah. It's weird because they discover the pot mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, Captain. Yeah. Right. It's not pot. Like, I thought the no, statue it, was made of coke. Pottery. Pot. Oh, right. Pottery that it's, is made out of cocaine. Right. Yeah. But up until this point, that's so, the first shred of evidence that they have of anything on Jimmy Smith's illegality. They chased a man without probable cause, without any shred of evidence, on the fucking L train with two cars, endangering a priest and a nun's life, who they then arrested falsely. Yes. They are done. Uh Uh-huh. Well, not to mention all the people that could have been killed if a train accident had happened. Right. No kidding. The, the train goes off the rail. There's like There's 300 people died. There's one train on the L. Right. I mean, it's if anything, they're going to go, I know you guys put in your 30 days. We're going to pay you for those 30 days. Now get the fuck out of here. You're done. Bye-bye. Oh, okay. Also, cool. what if you disguised cocaine as weed? Right. <laughs> go back to the pod <laughs> <laughs> okay um so they go back to their criminal informant and get jimmy smith's new location and he then picks them up with a dump truck and is like i'm gonna kill you or i'm gonna pay off your bar which is it you guys gotta go away either way and they don't say anything and so they go into the garbage truck and they start to get smashed but they get out and they get out and the driver's not there and either jimmy smith so what was the, did the deal go through or what no there's no dialogue to, like they almost get smashed. Like there's a timer. They don't, and then they were like, you know what? Fuck this. Let's go get Jimmy Smith's car out of the impound and drive it right. around. And that's what they do next. And then we have a fun gag sequence in Jimmy Smith's car. Like, Which is, this is getting pretty late in the movie, guys, to be gagging here. Yeah, and they're like, man, this is the way it should be, driving around in a car like this. It's just a sedan. Right, guys. It's a <laughs> sedan. On, well, then they use the car phone to call in Jimmy, to Jimmy Smith's lawyer. Uh-huh. And I can't tell what accent he's trying to do here. I don't either. And I'm probably offended by it, but I don't know. I oh. thought it was a really bad uh, Chinese accent. Maybe. No, it was just the... Today we are going to talk like this. What is it? I don't know. It's Billy I'm, Crystal's I'm silly. stupid It's a very silly voice. voice. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but actually, funny. they're having the bang chick, chick's boyfriend, arrested so that she can have yeah. a threesome with him. Right. Because like he's getting all this the way, is... and she's out there, and they pull up, and he's got the handcuffs. Like, hey, baby, she smiles like, yeah, yeah. it's the eighties. She's probably the only person worse than these two in this I've movie. I've got three holes, just so you know. So the lawyer gets to come back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And again. <laughs> and he's like, not unless you guys have a bunch of cocaine. Oh, look, you guys have a bunch of cocaine. Ooh. <laughs> Hello. <coughs> Billy Crystal's ex-wife comes in to his apartment. I don't know why. They're uh-huh. just at their, his apartment, and she's like, you know what? We should have never got divorced because I just love you too much. I, I can't love quit you, you too much. And then you get some really good shots of Billy Crystal being so much man that right. why wouldn't she be yeah. in love with in him. love with him? With his bobblehead collection and right. his weird wire yeah. cheap ass racks that look like he stole them from a restaurant bread mm-hmm. store. Mm-hmm. Uh, restaurant bread store. Restaurant bread store. 
Um, she then gets kidnapped by Jimmy Smith because, uh-huh. of course. Um, and he's like, uh, here's the deal, Billy Crystal. Like downstairs from his house. Right. Right. Good cop. Tough cop. Yeah. Um, he's that man that you want so bad. You give kidnapped me eight feet from him. You give me my cocaine back that you have turned into actual cocaine when it used to be pottery. Now, yeah, I don't understand that. But and and you'll get your wife back. We're gonna meet at the uh, Illinois State Building and do this deal. Oh, and also don't bring any cops. Even though you are a cop, if I see one cop, she's gonna die. But I'm a cop. Besides right. you and your partner, and maybe two other cops. And I'm going to have my own guys there dressed up like cops. It's going to be confusing. Yep. I'm but I'm going to shoot everybody. I'm not sure who I'm going to shoot, but I'm going to shoot somebody. I'm shooting everybody. Probably going to try for everybody. I might not even try for that. I might just shoot everybody out of accident. I don't know. Yeah. I, have you seen me shoot a gun? Um. So they go in to this stupid thing. And with the cocaine, yeah. uh, bags of cocaine, not bags of statues. Um. And... They've also got a bunch of Uzis now. Yeah. Where did they get these fucking Uzis? They seized the Uzis from the... So, I guess there's maybe a deleted scene where they pull the same trick to get the coke with all these seized Uzis. Uh-huh. Maybe. And then some seized Mac-10s, right? I'm going to just... shoot you with your own Uzis. Yeah, as I'm selling you back your own drugs? Right. I don't fucking know. And then Billy Crystal's plan of attack... Well, Billy Crystal goes in to do yeah. the deal, gets in this elevator. They've got her up in an elevator, and you go up to where she's at. You put the Coke in the elevator, and then you leave the elevator, and you go get her. The Coke comes to us. I'm assuming everything, if that's how it goes according to plan. But Jimmy Smith is like, I'm not a very good villain. Uh, time to die, and I'm going to shoot you anyways. Well, the whole thing is, is like she's in the elevator, and he's like, get in the elevator, too. And he's like, okay, so what's going to happen here if I use logic and just some practical thinking is i'm gonna get in the elevator they're gonna level us out and shoot us both and take the cocaine right i'll do that i'll do that and then they try but it's really hard to hit people right when you use your belly button for aiming <laughs> right 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 and so they just <laughs> shoot the glass out of the elevators uh, uh, and somehow outside gregory Hines' plan is to scale the building and then swing in like he's on, like he's oh. got Harry Potter's fucking Quidditch I'm, broom. I'm not really sure what his plan is because it never really comes to fruition, I think. But he, like, doesn't free the security guards to help them when he right. finds them. Right. Uh, <laughs> he just leaves them up. taped up, uh-huh. except for one guy who's allowed to talk now and probably just starts telling the other one's stories. <laughs> he's uh, like, captive audience. <laughs> yep. Now you guys have to listen about my ex-wife. Oh, no, not again, Gary. He's like, is there any way to the top of this? And they're like, only the window washing rigs. You have to start at the top with those. So is there any way to the top of this? Yeah, the elevator. Those are in use. Uh, The stairs. Right. Uh, Is there a service elevator? No. No. Okay, Uh. well... So he uses the window washing rigs to get to the top, but they were in there with the security guards. So what he right. does is he goes to the bottom of the building uh-huh. and he throws a rope to the top of a skyscraper. Correct. And it hooks itself onto something. Uh-huh. And then he starts going up. Then he scales the building like Spider-Man. Or 
Oh, he scales the building like... I don't even. I mean, like a drunk beetle. Yeah, a loogie doesn't travel really, down as fast as he's bad. going up. It's well, or he could have gone inside and seen Jimmy Smith's way up there, and he and and the lady in the the elevator. He's like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. And he walks over to the elevator, boop, goes up to the elevator, hooks the thing on. Wait, hold on, guys, hold on, hold. On. This is gonna yep. be super cool. Boop, yeah, back down. Okay, go. <laughs> no, and then he has to get halfway up. Right. Because the best part is, is that if, like right now is when the shooting starts because uh-huh. we already shot the glass out. Right. 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 So right. The shooting has started and he's like about three quarters of the way to the top and the shooting starts. She's like, oh, shit, I didn't make it. Uh-huh. And then he just kicks the glass in and then repels all the way down back to the floor. He doesn't repel all the way down to the floor. He dangles. Oh, yeah. He dangles helplessly. And is shooting guys. And he is hanging like a fucking pinata in the sky. The only person that's not behind some semblance of cover and they can't shoot him. Well, nobody's (laughs) shooting at him because he's basically just holding the trigger of this gun Uh and it's causing him to helicopter around out of control. (laughs) And it's not, I'm not exaggerating because he's dangling. He's just, they did this practically. He's using blanks. And so when he pulls the trigger, he just starts spinning. And they just can't get it shot because it won't work. Because it doesn't make sense. Team Rico busts in. They start shooting lead. Everybody's shooting guys who are dressed like security guards. The only reason, the only thing that works here is, like, they have Uzis. So I guess they're not actually security guards. But, like, they could have shot maybe a security guard. Um, And they... the coke gets tossed down to the ground. Jimmy Smith is like, my coke, my coke, my coke. It's very weird. Um, yeah, that was almost enjoyable. Because mm-hmm. Billy Crystal, yeah, he's waste like wasting the coke. Like, no, my coke. I've, I'll have to get a broom and a dustpan after I kill you. <laughs> like, what the fuck, buddy? You're gonna yeah, lose. you can still. There's, you're going to get most of yeah, it. It'll be all right. Dude, just go get a shop back. Right. Yeah. Even, even if there's some dust in it, you know what? You can filter that shit out or sell it at a Well, maybe somebody like it. What's, oh, what's this cut with? I think floor dust. Linoleum. <laughs> it's cut with wax from the floor of yeah. the plaza. Ooh, and thus methic amphetamines were born. Um, So they shoot Jimmy Smith, but he's okay uh, somehow. And he's still like, oh, yeah, you guys didn't get me. Starts spraying lead all over the fucking place again and then they spray lead back at him and like there's sh- the, like the, it's so stupid because i, I can't remember what these call are called but like when uh you have the little the little uh poppets on like uh uh props like the railing and you see like the sparks sure. from the rickety- i think they're still squibs uh they're not they're not um i just read this in bruce okay. campbell's book and it's really something that like should be widely known but i think they're called like spark packs or something like sure. that Anyways, you see these bullets, they're nowhere near Jimmy Smith's, and he gets hit somehow, and he finally goes down, and then he goes down the escalator and dies. And dispels the myth that you'll get sucked in. Right. He goes right over the top, and we're like, oh, no, he didn't get sucked in. Well, I think it's because he put his hand between himself and the escalator Mm -hmm. and his hair so that his hair couldn't get sucked into the escalator. Because if you notice, he doesn't have anything loose on that can get... Sucked right. oh, into the stairs. Go. Yeah, like a like a scarf. Yeah, like a scarf or something like that, right? Or With a lady's fringe. dress. 
wedding dress. His <laughs> wiener was out. His <laughs> wiener was out and his balls weren't tan, so his ball hair didn't snap off properly when it hit the escalator. Uh, it got sucked in. Don't know there. So I guess it's all wrapped up. That's it, guys. Case Cigars closed. credits. I don't think so. Well, I think there's some accountability here. There's like $5 million of coke on the floor. Uh-huh. There's, there's a like lot of dead guys. 22 dead guys who were dressed like security guards. The, so. se- the federal security team is still kidnapped. Uh-huh. And you killed a guy. I mean, I, I guess he's holding an Uzi. So, like, the investigators could come in there and be like, well, he's holding an Uzi. So I guess it's his coke? I think the feds come in. Uh-huh. And it's like one... Like, really seasoned Tommy Lee Jones kind of walks in and he's like, I saw what happened here. So, uh, some dickhead uh, fell for the elevator plan. They shot there. Didn't hit anybody. <laughs> His buddy was trying to scale the building. Not real sure why. He came in through the ceiling right there. Started pulling the trigger. Spun around like a helicopter. Couldn't get control of himself. Six or seven people got shot. Uh, then they got two friends coming down here. Don't know what's going on. Shoot the Christmas tree. Right. Like, pieces it all the way together and like, God damn you. so are they going to jail no they should have been in jail already so i'm with jackie no no oh god you know what i think is great though is that they're like anybody want to buy a bar because they're gonna stay in chicago and continue to fucking shoot people this is fun to them now oh yeah this is why we do this we forgot how much fun it was to be dirty cops. <laughs> shoot sporadically and still manage to shoot all of the people. This is yeah. a lot of fun. And I got my wife back. <sighs> yeah. Mm. Huh. All right. Questions. Um. Who was running scared? Right. Who was running scared? Because it's not Jimmy Smith. He appears to be in complete control up until the last five minutes of the movie. Jimmy Pants never really gets worried. He's perturbed. He's peeved periodically, but he's Annoyed. never scared. Yeah. They're not running scared because they run back to it. They're There's not-, not even any... I guess at one point, Gregory Hines sprints for about yeah, but it's, uh, 10 feet. He's not running scared. No, he's running with purpose. They don't run to Florida scared. They're forced to go to Florida. And they're no. not. They're like, I'm not scared of Florida or staying here. I want to shoot people. Um... Jackie, you got any? Did anyone run scared? Nobody ran, but maybe the wife, the ex-wife was scared. Of what? Of loving him too much because <laughs> of how much of a man he is? Yep, and those bobblehead collections. She, You know, she knows the value of things, Sam. Those bobbleheads are going to be worth at least $10 a piece yeah, in 30 years. I guess that's as close as a metaphor as we can get. Is she's running scared to a dentist marriage. I don't even know who plays for the Cubs in 85. Mark Grace? Yeah. First Ryan, base, but that might have been later. Ryan Sandberg? No, that's later. Mm, I don't know. Oh, uh, Dave uh, Anderson. Dave Henderson? Dave Henderson. A's. Yeah, he played for the A's. No, that's Ricky Henderson. Both of them. God damn it. I don't know, then. Um, what, what, do you, what do we want to guess their crime count is? Like how many crimes did like let's how get, many scenes were they in right <laughs> yeah like every time we see them they're breaking the fucking law right yeah I was I, there's just no way because even cutting the fish off I think is illegal Can't, cutting the fish off 
Oh, yeah, right. Off the line. Yeah. And then uh, probably shoving a bunch of beer cans in one is probably... It's not illegal, but it's definitely it's, frowned upon. Well, it's there's questions going to be involved. Unless a bikini lady comes out of the fish afterwards. Right. And it's a That's Schlitz right. commercial. <laughs> Merwoman. Yeah. Uh, okay. Trophy fish. Try this one. How many felonies do you think they committed? Uh, four. Ten plus? I was thinking ten plus, maybe. Well, the felony... I mean, I don't know what... I don't know the difference. I, I couldn't tell you which... Which ones were felonies or misdemeanors? Yeah, I mean, just... Grand Theft Auto is pretty big deal. Yeah, it's like 10 then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Jackie, questions? What happened to Rico? Uncle uh, Uncle Rico's team? They got to be the understudies. They're like... Yeah, are they're, they, they're are they team B now? now? No, Did they're they just, get mentored enough? No, they're ready to be team B. So they're going to team up in the sequel. They're going to yeah. come back. Uh. And they all go to Florida... Get Florida boners for a week. Come uh-huh, back. Uh-huh. Can't remember how to be cops. Right. Shoot a guy and be like, "Oh yeah, it's like riding a bike." Fuck Florida. <laughs> okay. Sequel written. Yeah. Oof. Sam, who was it that wanted the sequel to this? All the critics. All of the critics. It wasn't Ebert though. It was the other one. Uh, the New York Times guy. Shallot, you were saying. Gene Siskel. No. Yes. Oh, Siskel wanted the yeah, sequel. Oh right. God. Oh no. Oh. Sam? So what happens to the lady who keeps getting her husband arrested to bang Gregory Hines? Man, that's some weird shit right there. Just leave him for Gregory Hines. <laughs> Just leave everybody. Why does he not leave her? I don't... Because he doesn't know. She gets arrested for parking tickets one time, and then he gets arrested by the cops. I mean, maybe if it happens five times, he's probably going to be like, hmm, I wonder. It's or kinda, did he get, like, beaten and thrown into jail and now is lost in the system? This weird sequence with her being involved ever, like the like the first bang sequence, fine. I guess it's the 80s and you got to toss out a butt. I don't know why they don't get a rack out in the first shot, but uh, if, if that's what you're going for. Yeah. But then she comes back as a character after they go to Florida and have sex with, like, 25 women. Well, During a week period. Why would she like, care? Like, oh, I've been, baby, I've been thinking about you this whole time. You've sure. been running around my mind. No, she wasn't. You have forgotten completely about her. It's fine if that's the case, but your character serves no purpose, and she serves no purpose to Gregory Hines' character either. She, like, I'm in love with you. What were you doing in Florida then? Well, they weren't even in love with each other. It, like, her, her, they, they serve each other's it's purpose. It's inexplicable. For him to arrest people that don't need to be arrested when he's not arresting people that don't need to be arrested. Right, that's it. And then he serves her purpose of cheating on her boyfriend. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, he doesn't look like he has much of a wiener. Okay. So what? Who's to say? Who cares? That's not the problem. The problem is, is like they arrest him wrongfully. She comes out and like, what's going on? Then she sees them. On the road, and she's like, oh, it's just you dirty cops doing super illegal things to my boyfriend. So silly. Yeah, at what point does it start turning into a psycho situation where he's like, I had your boyfriend arrested again, and she's like, dude, you got to quit doing that. I told you it's over. When he came in the first time and arrested her for parking tickets, it was the psycho situation. Right. He's like 10 miles past psycho right now. Yeah, and she's fine with it because she's also fucking daffy. They're bad people. They're bad people. Um. Okay. So between this movie and today, we've 
we've gotten rid of the smoking in restaurants and and the bar or you know public uh, airplanes things like that uh we've cracked down on uh gambling and made las vegas more family friendly despite uh much chagrin and uh, we put hundreds of thousands of people away for marijuana related offenses how we doing on dirty cops (laughs) not good (laughs) not good so nothing's changed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's insane that this movie is like, it paints the police in such a bad light. Well, and then they think they're doing it in a good light. In That's a the good thing, light. That, that damn mold, even, I mean, Dirty Harry's a pretty good movie. Right. But the problem is, is it makes this mold for, that just turns into dirty cops by rec- reproduction and copy because it's goofy. These are goofy yeah. cops. It's dirty Harry. They're not bad cops. They're just goofy. Actually breaks the law. Right. He just gets up to the line. Right. And is mad about that. He yeah. can't cross it. But everybody after him leaps over the line gleefully and is police misconduct at best and at worst murder 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 well and they also announced how to do some sweet booby traps hmm who the people that are jumping over the line because you know that they have to set some booby traps because one they're a one-man show and they've got to take down an entire organization so you have to set some booby traps to get the initial dudes out of the way so that way you can start working your way up to the head honcho so, you know, you got to have some tiger traps. So uh, you're like, not only are these dirty cops everywhere, but they need to be awesomely MacGyver-esque. Yes. Uh, okay. Except for the movie we just watched. None of that happened. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, this is later today. in the 90s. That is nonsense. No, you, mean not. like, you mean like Batman? Tiger traps. Tiger traps? <laughs> Batman is kind of like that. Yeah, yeah he's tiger a traps. dirty cop. Well, he's not really a cop. He's well, a he's vigilante. Like, I mean, yeah, he's, he's a vigilante. He's above the law. Willingly gone into illegal behavior. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, who else? Anybody? I think that I'm done with questions. Now, let's me be too. done, period. Final recommendations from me. Well, boy, do not. I hated it. I hated it. I hated these guys. I hated them. Uh, I wanted them to be ejected from the internet so I didn't have to watch them anymore. So then, new question. Did you hate Twitter it more band. than Collision Course? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. No, right. I couldn't stand these guys. And, and the thing is, is that, like, Collision, collision Course, bad movie things were happening around it. This is a competently done movie as far as like there's uh, some bad cuts. And uh, I mean, some, some stuff, some like eagle eyed type things that yeah. you got to notice. Uh, but there's no like laser rocket gun. No, things, the Benny Hill sequence yeah, is the worst that it does. And, and it sucks. It's not enjoyable. Um, uh, this is this is just like Hollywood blockbuster crap. Oatmeal. Oatmeal. But, then, um, but uh, stacked with two guys that you fucking hate you think it's chocolate chips but it's just rat shit in the but oil. it's dookie yeah dookie. no i'm out do not jackie i'm gonna go with a do not cool <laughs> yeah yeah the most i, I can... want to talk about tiger traps but not <laughs> give a review about a film yeah i hate you guys for not loving macgyver as much as me <laughs> yeah fuck you both um it honestly was like really wanting a nice birthday cake uh-huh. And everybody knows that you like chocolate. Right. And you're like, yes, and it has chocolate frosting, and you are so super fucking stoked. And then you cut into it, and it's that fucking white shit that nobody likes. 
and it's dry. I don't know what and that is. And it crumbles is. and it's gross. Yeah. And the okay. chocolate frosting is not even cream cheese frosting. It's some shit out of a can hmm. that tastes like dirt. They just mix black food coloring into mayonnaise and put it on a sugar cookie. <laughs> they called it a cake and you ate it and you barfed on yourself. Exactly. That's what this movie did for me. I just kept thinking, all right, well, maybe it's going to go somewhere. You can't even like it for the nostalgia. That's what I'm saying. There's like, not a no, the nostalgia not, of no, what? Like the 80s. And it sucks. No. They didn't have any iconic. Have like There was a couple nothing. of saxophones and some keyboard music. Ugh. The chases were all bad. There wasn't good shootouts. Ugh. There isn't tough cops. There isn't. Oh, I remember blank because I didn't even really. The Pepsi was the only product placement in the right. whole fucking movie. Like right. this thing is bland. Right. So that's a do not from Sam. I'm taking. Uh, it? Yeah, my. I feel bad because I keep picking these movies specifically because they're on voodoo for free and anyone can watch them. And then I have to say, don't watch this one. Right. Because it sucks. Because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we have to pay $2.99 to watch nope. this no, one? No, that it was, was free. free with commercial. That's why we had to watch all those, the tire commercial six times or whatever. Oh, okay. Sheila Benson from the Los Angeles Times. Running Scared's razor crisp editing shows that you can combine <laughs> mayhem and laughs, but the action becomes huge, cartoony, out of scale, crushing the warmth Crystal and Hines have built up. What? No, warmth. And the movie is too long by about 15. No, by about an hour and a half, a deadly thought for a comedy. TV Guide magazine, Hines and Crystal succeed in creating a new buddy team that ranks with the likes of Robert Redford and Paul fucking goddamn Newman. Does not. Are no. you kidding me? These two dickbags deserve to be fucking drowned with the cats. With uh, the cats? The, wait. What? Okay. Do you just be say nice words? Cats. <laughs> Do you just like words? Your word salad with the cats. What the fuck is that? Yeah, it's weird. Apparently, You're as cats. funny as Billy Crystal. No, you she's mean, funnier than Billy Crystal. Right? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. See, Sam movie. likes it. And you don't have any money. That sucks. Like, life uh, isn't fair. I've got 25 cents. Yeah. See, weird. Vincent <laughs> Canby of the New York Times at the time of its release, however, was one of the dissenting opinions. His whole entire review was, stay home and watch Miami Vice. Dude. Yes. Please. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, next week, it's Jackie's pick. What have you got coming, Jackie? We are going to do... Werewolf 2. No, Werewolf 2. <laughs> Teen Wolf Jason 2. Jason Bateman style. Teen Wolf 2 with a T-O-O, not a T-W-O or the number 2. Yep. Uh, so I really want to just call it Teen Wolf. Or Werewolf 2. <laughs> Where was Wolf 1? God damn it. Teen Wolf as well. <laughs> you can't get mad at him for ruining your jokes because you ruined it yourself by calling it Werewolf 2. <laughs> Teen Wolf Werewolf 2. God damn it. Uh, streaming on stars. So watch that this week. And uh, hopefully there's not a penis in it. Uh, get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.